Podmoth. Ah, uh, today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. I don't really have much to say in this cold open today. Basically, we brought back Miami Vice because um, Charlie really likes to talk about Miami Vice. Um, I'll introduce him in a, uh, in a little bit. Um, I'm not sure who we're going to be honoring for this episode, though. We honored James, uh, um, Edward James almost uh, last time we did this. And I, I think we'll still honor him, but there's also some other good mustaches in this episode. So I think in the description, I'll put Edward James almost um, guy with the blue blazer. <laughs> and I'll just kind of describe them throughout the entire title. So let's just kind of get this show on the road. You know how Miami Vice goes. Everyone's dressed in teals and turquoises and pinks and whites and everything's baggy and huge. And the women are gorgeous. It's just a good time. It's fueled by coke and there's wonderful music playing. Let's have a good time. All right, now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast. We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips. It's the Mustachio Podcast. All right, welcome to the Mustachio Podcastio. This is your host, Daniel Segura. And today I have uh, quite a... I don't think I've ever had these two cats on the same episode. I don't think so. Maybe let me know. I have um, th- that guy that y'all know. His name is Tim Yobo from the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Hello out there on Radio Land. And I also have with me the fantastic Sir Charles of Sacramento. Uh, <laughs> How's hello it going, there. Oh, you know, it's great. It's great. It's good to have you back, man. You uh, decided you wanted to bring Miami Vice back to the podcast, yo. Um, couldn't wait, uh, huh? Were we yeah, to well, do the Hulk? And we were, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, we were gonna do the. We we're gonna do Hulk. It's not the Hulk. We were gonna do Hulk. Angley's Hulk. Am I gonna Hulk. get sued? Yeah. He was, Angley will find you. He let me tell you, you Angley's Hulk made me angry. <laughs> oh god! Um, that is such a fucking Cisco or Ebert line, right there. I guarantee you. Hey, we wait! Kinda... Wait till I do one for the uh, the bloody bits. I got a really good pun for the entity. Just wait. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm t- actually, every day I'm thinking about that. I'm like, I really should change that pick. I really should change that pick. But you probably. I told Eddie. No. I said, No, I want ghost rape. Let's do ghost rape. We will keep my theme <laughs> of deviant well, we sexual practices. Have you seen the movie yet, Charlie? Um, uh, I like halfway, and then I had to put my pants on and wash my hands. It was embarrassing. Oh, boy. I was hoping the term rape wouldn't come up in this since it's not in the episode, but thanks, Under Charlie. Three minutes. Uh, really appreciate that. <laughs> um, Tim, have you ever even... Were you a big Miami Vice guy? I watched like the first couple of seasons like everybody else, and then after a while, I was just like... Kind of fell off. other things to do. Just like everybody else. Yeah. Apparently. Okay. I mean, it lasted a while, though. Somebody was watching it. Well, it's, it's one of those things where it was like fucking it lasted longer than it should have. But who the yeah. hell is going to kill the cash cow? If you're NBC and you got Miami yeah. Vice, you're not going to get rid of that show until you absolutely positively have to. Kind of like well, The I mean, Walking yeah. Dead. Oh, oh my God, that fucking thing. Is that still going on? <laughs> it's yeah. literally The Walking Dead now. It's just, it's just barely. Haven't all the zombies just like dis- dis- disintegrated by now just because of like nature and decomposing? Yeah. Well, well, they beat you to it. They now came up with an origin story so they can do zombies like in the first couple of weeks, which, you know, they're just, they're cashing that cash cow, which, I mean, 
uh, Daniel was right when he's talking about NBC with that cash cow because when they did uh, Nash Bridges, they brought Philip Michael Thomas back for like three fucking episodes, and uh, he was Don Johnson's old partner. Oh god! Just yeah. His name was Sinks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, why does it say my name is Toilet? <laughs> Shut up. You're going to be on the show and you're getting paid. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tommy Toilet. To add insult to injury on that same episode, Cheech Marin teamed up with a gangster from Chinatown in San Francisco, and it's Tommy Chong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were just throwing. They were just throwing money around. They didn't even give a shit back then. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you had six channels to watch. What are you gonna fucking do? Yeah, do now? True. I know. I know. And once again, I do thank you, Charlie, for kind of pushing me to watching more Miami Vice because I have been watching quite a bit of it. I still have so much to catch up with, but uh, the the episodes I've seen, I have a damn good time. There's a lot of moments where, like, sometimes I feel like the episodes were 35 minutes instead of as because there's moments where you're like this doesn't really need to be there but they they're doing it because they have the time you know yeah. and they're playing well, the music well they're, and that's yeah, music that's video something, stuff i don't know i don't know if you noticed that with this episode because i know you've watched a lot of season one yes season three is where we have a dramatic shift in the episode we just watched this was originally supposed to be the season opener for season three but they moved it back to the seventh episode wow has, this was going to be the opener Weird. This was going to be the opener. There's there's two major things about this episode. One, Don Johnson's driving the black Ferrari Daytona, which actually gets destroyed like in the second or third episode, and he gets the white uh, Ferrari Testarossa. So there's a continuity error because this episode came out after that car was destroyed, and now he's driving it again. So it's a major continuity error, but also... Uh, something that we see in this episode, there's a lot less popular songs. Um, I think they only had like two or three hit songs versus like a hit song every, you know, four or five minutes, how the yeah. old seasons were. And I mean, there are some songs that maybe they weren't huge pop hits, but they're pretty good. Like they work with the show and like the feel of whatever the scene is. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But there are some, there are definitely some major hits uh, that we will definitely. No, that was, I think that was one of the big draws with Miami Vice is that it was like watching a music video and you were going to get to hear songs. Because again, like Charlie said, back then there was like what, six channels. So you didn't mm -hmm. get to like overdose yourself listening to the fucking music video, watching music videos and hearing the same shit over and over again. So if you miss Friday night videos, where else are you going to hear Bon Jovi? Mm -hmm. True. Oh, True. in a exactly. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sometimes you go to the bathroom in a bar. You can hear the uh, you can hear Bon Jovi playing on the jukebox. Yeah. And that men's bathroom where there's all those glory holes just waiting for. <laughs> right it's where weird. it belongs. Just <laughs> waiting for you. I would never trust a glory hole. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, I guess so. It's kind of like confession. <laughs> Wait, <Wow>. what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how's that work? <laughs> well, somebody's on their knees. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, and I, I do remember telling everybody that the reason why that they had those little screens in the confession booths uh -huh. is so that the priest would stop sticking their dick through the other thing and have uh, <laughs> confessioners do other things to them. And when they did it, they, the churches fought against it incredibly hard but when the pope put his foot down he's the pope so he doesn't make any mistakes because right he's the pope yeah that's bullshit. of course yeah, the pope. but they would he's actually God's send right people around 
to the confession booths to make sure that they were like having the screens there and they were finding that somebody i guess maybe it was an act of god was like cutting little holes in the screen so mm-hmm. i guess maybe the catholic church invented the glory hole On a dark night, you make a wrong turn on the highway and find yourself alone on a country road. You are unnerved, but the road is too narrow to turn around. As your tires crunch over the gravel, you turn the radio up to calm your nerves, and all you find is static. As you reach the end of the dial, you stumble upon a show you, nor almost anyone, has ever heard. Congratulations, you've stumbled upon the Lost Signal, a midnight sanctuary of terrifying audio plays to chill and fulfill. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, that's the punchline. I was waiting for it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've heard the they... joke where it sounds like you're literally doing like drunk history. Like Tim, when they when they were cutting the holes. Wait, that show? I like that show. That sounds good. <laughs> when they cut the holes, were they also like going, Godzilla ain't got shit on me? No, I am afraid to say that the Catholic Church refuses to acknowledge that Godzilla is a possibility. Because that would involve <laughs> evolution. Well, he would be considered a miracle, and he would have to be a saint. And saint <laughs> Godzilla, wow. That would be... Well, the building. Actually, you guys are both wrong because they do recognize him. Because what are the first three letters in his name? Oh yeah. Oh, Illuminati confirmed. The Zilla part that they're having trouble with. Yep. Um. Anyway, uh, (laughs) we're gonna kind of go through this episode. I took some pretty loose notes. Um, It's called. It's episode 307, uh, season 3, and it's called El Viejo. And, um, Tim, you want to say the title of the episode? <laughs> El Viejo. Yeah, there you go, baby. Say, come on. Um, and um, <laughs> it has some pretty El big... El Viejo. That's <laughs> a, one very big guest star uh, in Willie Nelson. Well, actually, what, two pretty big guest stars? It has no. Willie Nelson... No, the he laziest was not. man in country music at this point was he so <laughs> fucking high that he couldn't stand. <laughs> I love that he's playing an old man here. When what is he now? Ancient man? <laughs> so yeah, so he was like fifty-five when this episode was made. He was not that old, and he's supposed to be like in. He's supposed to be his age now. Yes, yes, he's supposed to be like yeah. Because I was having a little bit of a 80s. problem with that timeline there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he look, just that's has what good a, smoking smoking good weed will do to you. Yeah, he's got a dry, just fucking cornflake face. Just <laughs> fucking, <laughs> he looks like he'd crumble at any moment. It's, it's weird. And then um, we also do run into a uh, pretty damn fresh-faced, still gross-looking Steve Buscemi, and uh, we'll we'll bring him up when we get oh, to him. Boy, he looks like little Stevie Buscemi in this show, right? <laughs> and you know what? Taking like, his daddy's clothes out of the closet and trying to be a big boy. <laughs> And he's too pale. Like, like the rooms that they filled, filmed him in match his skin perfectly. So <laughs> you just never know where he starts and oh where the wall gosh. ends. It's, yeah, because it's, it's usually they're pastel colors and he's just pasty. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's got polio or I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> just doesn't look right, dude. Um, anyway, so the episode... It, <laughs> I'm going to break this down a little bit. Episode kicks off with these glass square tiles, which were like the biggest fucking rage, I guess, in the 80s. Um, I love those little glass square tiles. I just wanted to touch on those because I noticed them. I love them. I might put them in my house one day. Oh, they're fantastic. I'm a fan. I mean, you don't see them around very much anymore. Oh, yeah. There's a reason. No, shut your mouth, Tim. (laughs) You shut your mouth, Tim. There's a reason. So we open up with the mustachioso himself, Edward James Olmos, and he really just uh, cakewalks this son of a bitch episode. I I love it. It's um, does he continue this on throughout the whole series, Charlie? Because he is just whispering shit. He oh, yeah. he's not. It's like sleepwalk acting, and so I, I his, like it. His time to shine is season three. Like he's got some solid episodes in season three where like they focus on him. But yeah, this episode is not about him. It's not a him episode. So I imagine that he cashed his full paycheck and said, I'm just going to whisper my lines and then I'm out of here. I absolutely love it. I just, I wish I could have that kind of acting Mm -hmm. job. It's so good. Uh, We get to meet the most generic Southern cowboy guy ever. Um, Apparently he is a cop and undercover. And he meets, um, what's his face, Switek. And he tells Switek that he's got this 359 Longhorn Pete, which... It sounds like something you don't want to get, but uh, apparently it's a dope-ass big rig. And is it just me or does Switek start speaking with a southern accent in this scene? Like, he starts more sounding southern. He's like, I hear this mandage is a real snake. I'm like, what well, the fuck? So, yeah, so he kind of he kind of reverts into that southern Switek, but also... Southern there, Let me tell you, man. This whole banter between Are them... Are you the, got some, the south? Why, yes, I am. Oh, well. But there's some homoerotic elements in this banter of theirs. Like, they're both into each other. It's it's a bromance, like immediate. It ain't no bromance. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> because he's bro-back. like, well, because he's like, well, when you come back here, I'll get you a brewski. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the the cowboy is very, he's very confident. He, t- he also, I think he takes a, l- takes a little bit of the chewing tobacco from Spytech. He, he asks him for a pinch. That can't be unsanitary. That's got to be unsanitary is what I was going to say. Anyway, uh, uh, cow- we get a cowboy guy is talking to this other guy who has a really sweet mustache. This is the guy I'd like to honor, but I don't know who the fuck he is. I'm yeah, not sure. that's that's the guy who I wanted to honor, this dude, because, I mean, yeah, he's got a fucking stash. I want to say his name's Andrew Castillo. At the, oh, is he a, the guy in Teal? Yeah. Uh, who's yeah, all, like, oily later on. Yeah, he's very oily uh, after this scene, but he's wearing this, like, turquoise or, I don't know, I don't know my colors. Maybe it's a teal. I think it's a teal jacket, blazer. Mm-hmm. He looks fantastic, uh, and he's speaking to the cowboy cop. And yeah, he we, really wants to go back to the eighties. Wants to be able to wear fucking teal and all those glasses. So does Charlie. We both would love to. Me and Charlie would have been that shit. Green. Hey, you gonna put actually, that shit in your van, Charlie? You gonna have fun? No, man. I fucking wore that shit all the time. You know what? Before you guys knew me, at one point, like my daily driver beater car was a nineteen ninety one Miata, and it was white. And, uh, man, I fucking wore the teal. I wore the white jacket and shit. Man, it was great. Those pushed-up sleeves. Turned Fuck up yeah. Power. Sunglasses. Yup. It really yep. is nice pushing up your sleeves, I gotta say, because it is hot in the South. So, it makes yep. sense. You um, can wear short sleeves, but yeah. Because those look dorky, though. Exactly. You, you look amazing and cool. With, you, you gotta know. have the right kind of guns for it. You know what, Tim? 
it's okay. We know that when you were in high school, when Miami Vice was on, you had a white jacket just like Don Johnson. It's okay. I had a members only. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) With the sleeves pushed up. Well, yeah, it got hot. (laughs) (laughs) So we meet uh, Mendez, who's the big fucking dealer cocaine dealer and he looks like he's coming from a rehearsal with the band extreme or some shit like he just looks like a fucking rock guitarist and he uh, comes dude, the muscle guy looks like my friend mario oh does he yeah is that mendez i guess yeah, yeah. no the guy mendez. with the leather vest with no sleeves yeah that's mendez okay that's so that okay so now it makes sense what mario is doing all right out there even see, though yeah, he's bullshitting around see mario didn't push up his sleeves he cut the fuckers off yeah he's <laughs> he just ripped like them off i need yeah. less clothes um <laughs> yes. i'm working and very that, hard and that guy is uh that is andrew castillo paco with the mustache okay so i was right okay so yes. we're also honoring andrew castillo in this in this uh paco this, with the mustache that, yeah. i don't even know if they ever say his name so i don't know why his name's paco but uh, uh, it makes sense and um, mustache well Paco I guess I'm gonna change it because I was just calling him a mustache drug guy <laughs> so Paco tells I don't the, know somehow it goes from that goes that's a, Paco sounds even worse than just drug guy right it does it does it sounds a little it sounds a little suggestive yeah. uh, but uh, Paco tells cowboy cop hey uh, Mendez said that he likes your boots he's wondering how you can afford them on a cop's salary and then what they, fucking shoot his ass kill him throw him off the deck hell yeah dead like a son of a bitch and then we go into the opening thing which is so fun i know like why even comment on his boots if you're just gonna leave him on his dead corpse in the water i mean would you want any evidence that you killed somebody take their Mm -hmm. fucking boots well you know the guy's a cop so there's a good chance he's wearing a fucking wire you just acknowledge that you know he's a cop and then they heard a big boom they're not yeah. that dumb. Maybe they weren't. Sh- no one wore that shoe size or something. <laughs> <laughs> see, see. Um, yeah, that's right. You see, you see that uh, Spanish Mario's uh, body. There's no way he's got little tiny feet. <laughs> no, no. There's some big old, big old feet. Big old hairy feet. Uh, then after the opening theme song, we're in this whole drug bust operation. We get Bon Jovi's "Wanted Dead or Alive," which most people I think want to call it. I'm a cowboy because he says that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Wanted Dead or Alive. I swear to God, if there's somebody out there who calls that fucking song I'm a Cowboy, I want to smack them. <laughs> For real. <laughs> then we see Imagine no- going to a Bon Jovi concert, which is bad enough in itself, but then having to be sitting there next to a bunch of idiot people who are screaming, Play I'm a Cowboy! <laughs> <laughs> Then we see no other than Steve Buscemi, who looks like a Make-A-Wish kid that has to play a drug smuggler on Miami Vice in his dad's clothes. <laughs> his dad was sick that day, so they sent him. <laughs> he, tell, he tells Sonny that only one of them could go in because it's him and Tubbs in the car. Uh, and so, of course, Sonny goes in. There's a security guard that sees them, and they're actually going to kill the security guard at first. But Sonny steps up and kind of plays it off, grabs his gun because he's all undercover and shit. And then uh, what happens? <laughs> what happens, Charlie? We run into uh, our man of the hour. Fucking Willie Nelson, <laughs> which in the most random... Like, okay, I like I like Miami Vice. I he feel dementia, this, right? Grandpa's I feel this episode around. is just so lazy. Yeah, he just shows up and then they're like, they give him a free pass and tell him he can leave. What? Yeah. White he, privilege. And he That's backs, what it is. And he backs up no, like Homer because, in the bushes. No, because they grab yeah, because the other the guy who's white. This guy's out cruising, right? 
He's hanging out <laughs> late at night in the fucking park next to a bush, and he's like, he's really good at like just disappearing. So there's mm-hmm. something up with him, but th- th- just get out of here, old man. Oh my god, it's the funniest <laughs> shit. And he just looks kind of like, what? what? What are you running to here? Yeah. Like, he doesn't look like... And I guess maybe they were trying to make it to where you weren't figuring out that he was, you know, into this or any Like, you just wanted to make it seem like some old guy happened to walk into the area you know for what some I stupid-ass like? reason. You know what I like doing, Daniel? When I'm doing a drug deal, I like letting people go so I have a witness out there. That's yeah. what I <laughs> like doing. Yeah, after they saw me kidnap, but what they, but they know is a cop. They're not going to yeah. know that that's a security guard, right? I think it's the whole thing, like, oh... It's an old man. He'll be all right. But the security guard is what doesn't make sense. Don't would... trust old people. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> now, why does this, why does this whole drug thing, the exchange, go wrong? Is it because they see the rent a cop, and so Mendes is like, "Let's get out of here. Fuck this." Uh, yep. No, I, no, yep. I never think that because when they walk in, Daniel, they got the cop. Sonny's got the cop with his hands up in the air, and he's even like whispering to him, "Just play it cool, man. Don't worry about it." Like, yeah, but yeah. that's the thing is because that guy, if they let him go, we could ID him, and then the shit goes sideways, and they only kill him. They don't kill anybody else. Yeah, they don't they kill, kill Sonny. Him. So, yeah, I think it was because of that. Like, that fucking Renicop fucked it up, and he died because of it because he's a stupid So bitch. then you do the drug deal, and then you kill the cop, right? Look, Why Tim, are you going to shoot? So it's just spraying. They're spraying the fucking place with bullets. They're spraying look, and praying. Yeah, look, this really episode good. has already got a lot of problems. If you could just stop pointing them out, it would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. I forgot. It's Miami Vice. It's supposed to look pretty. It's supposed to be like season one and two are perfect, and then season three kind of takes a shit. But, um, yeah. Like yeah. I said, this is a very sloppy episode, and it's kind of good that they didn't open on this one because they did that with season four. They opened with a good one, and then it went straight to shit. So, oh, yeah. you know, I'm glad. Yeah, that's yeah, what they- I said I was shocked when you said Charlie that this was supposed yeah. to be the season opener because this would have fucking cut the fucking audience in half. Yeah. This is a good oh, episode yeah. to put like, like before. This is a good episode to put like well, like before the holidays where people might not watch it. <laughs> Because they're yeah. busy getting yeah. ready for, you know, just throw it in there. Who gives a shit? We just got to fill up for the week. Mm. So uh, Sonny's all bummed out that the security guard is dead, but it's really his fucking fault. It is his fault, 100%. Just yeah. knock the fucking cop out and leave him there, right? Yeah. So dumb. And um, so then after all that, we get a bunch of cop stuff. and Cast- <laughs> I'm just going to say cop stuff. They're talking about cop shit. Uh, Castillo says he wants the deal uh, reset with uh, Mendez. He's- he wants these 50 keys of, of coke. He tells the guys to stay on the boat until Mendes makes his move and Sonny's Oh, but wait, did you talk shit. about when he dropped the suitcase? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, I yeah, must have skipped that. There. My bad. Yeah, yeah uh, Paco. Slippery hand Paco, man. It's all the... It's, it must oh, be the hair gel. <laughs> the drug guy. <laughs> it's the Tres Flores that Paco throws that puts in his hair. He had one fucking job and he failed. He had one job. Hold on to the fucking... Well, although, you gotta admit, like, it's like a rattlesnake lizard fucking covered leather yeah what the fuck is that it's gotta be slippery fucking suitcase had topaz on it it's weird i've I've never seen a a, a suitcase look so fucking 80s in my life because that's what you want to put your drugs in right exactly you want to be able to see it in the dark bring everybody's attention no matter what they're going to be looking at the fucking bag yeah yeah nothing yeah yeah. you don't want something that you're not going to notice it's you want something that's going to kind of let you know i have something important in here that might be almost looks like it's going to glow in the dark Yeah, you don't want them to sit there and say, where are the drugs? They just say, oh, good, they brought them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they got it. You can tell by the briefcase. You want to know something, Daniel? What's up? You know, this is the first episode of Miami Vice I ever saw. Oh, and you Uh, kept watching? Damn, (laughs) Charlie. 
Yeah, this was the first episode I ever watched, and I was hooked, like, right away, and I just kept watching it. Like, I was supposed to be at working, but I was watching TV, and for a whole hour, I just watched TV. It was fantastic. Oh, my God. That's good, So, though. at the, at the, the other job you had, not the job that you have now, right? So, anyway, what they're doing is then they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> oh, also, we do find out D.A. Cowboy Cop is apparently from San Antonio, and he definitely isn't from where I grew up. If <laughs> He's walking around looking like that. But I guess, I'm guess i guessing he's undercover. I don't know. But anyway, he's apparently from San... Because Switek says it like three times. Oh, the D.A. Cop from San Antonio. Were and, you embarrassed uh, when you saw that? When a little bit. San I was a little annoyed. Yeah, a little well, annoyed. Well, no, see, what it comes back around later on. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it makes more sense a little later on. Yeah, yes. him being from Texas and all. So then uh, we see uh, we see. Willing- I just realized that right now when you said that. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. I was really cracking the book. I'm sure I know. This what episode. terrible writing! Like we had to talk about it later, and then it all clicked. It should be clicking at that time. Exactly. You know. So Willie Nelson starts uh, pawning some shit. He pawns a dope-ass-looking revolver, which we will get the name of it later. I'm sure Charlie might know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, he, he, how much fucking money did he get for that Quite a bit gun? of cash, but it's like it's like a historical piece. I mean, so, Yeah, but is that oh, just yeah, something yeah. that you just walk into a fucking regular pawn store and just is able yeah, to unload for like true. fucking 15 grand? Because Apparently. that motherfucker was just counting those bills out. He was like, boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. You give him enough uh, to... Have a good day, that's for sure. So, after all that shit, we see uh, Gina and Trudy, and she, they're looking gorgeous as usual, just basking in the sun. They're at a nice ass hotel, the Excelsior. I have a question. I'm sorry. Is it normal for women to be hanging out in the pool lounge chairs in their full dresses? They weren't in bathing suits or anything like that. Gina yeah, they was were. wearing a full white. No, she was wearing a full white dress that she wears throughout the rest of the episode. And Tim. It's Miami. Your bathing suit is your going out clothes. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's like those were not dresses. Those were not bathing suits. Those were dresses that they had on. That's Tim, true. I'm not going to tell a woman what she can and can't wear. Okay. I'm not saying there's anything <laughs> wrong with it, but I'm just thinking if you're a cop and trying to stay undercover, you're you know sitting right across from the guy that you're watching, and whenever something happens, Gina leans forward all the way so she can really get a good look without squinting. I'm like, yeah, you're supposed to be undercover. <laughs> yeah, I don't the, think that guy uh, was paying attention though. He was pretty <clears throat> into himself. Yeah, Paco knows what Paco's working with. You know, he he's enjoying what he's what he's working. Hey, with. it's Paco Rabanne. <laughs> and uh, we see Willie Nelson. He's looking sharp as fuck compared to the last time we saw him. Uh, he obviously bought yeah, a new suit. He's kind of got a little bit of a teal thing going on yeah, now, too. Right? it was the color mm-hmm. of the decade for sure. And uh, he. I sh- won't lie. I had a shirt that kind of teal. Yeah, it's good. It's a good color. You, and you know what? Let's, let's do this for people at home who've never seen this. When we first see Willie Nelson, he's dressed like a janitor. You know, dark yeah. jacket, dark pants. Maybe he just got out of jail. And now yeah, and he's, he's all dressed up. And he's walking around the park late at night next to the museum. Exactly. Like you said, he was cruising. He dropped. He probably dropped a joint earlier in the day. He was trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did that one time with a cop following us. I threw it out the car, and then just like half an hour later, we just walked right back, and we found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, and he tells Paco, yo, I got your briefcase, dude. Let's deal. I want a finder's fee. And then he... For no reason, Dick Headishly just throws a cigar in Paco's drink. Like, yeah, that's a good way to start start a negotiation right. with somebody. Be a complete prick. It's right establishing your dominance. Well, he's trying to show, yeah, that's right. He's the alpha male. He's got the big uh, I dick. I guess. And he knows this he's an old man. This 78-year-old so. guy has got this old big dick energy. 
like, yeah, I'll break your fucking hip, Grandpa. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that happens. And then we're back on the boat with Sonny, and he's still pissed about the Renicop dying. And Tubbs gets uncomfortably close to him to cheer him up. Like, his dick is, like, two inches away from Sonny's hip. I've never had a friend try to cheer me up by just becoming, like, getting into my bubble and be like, hey, man. Maybe you should get out of this case and just take a break. And Sonny almost calls him a son of a bitch or something. Back up, dude. All right. I'll be happy. Just back up. Just back up. (laughs) Stop pressing your dick on me, man. Whatever you say, man. I'm just going to get away. I'll do it. (laughs) So how come there was never an episode where they had to go undercover as like two gay guys, right? Oh, that would be so good. (laughs) Can you imagine the colors in that fucking club in Miami? Oh, my God. Oh, man. I don't think the episode would have changed much. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's still, there's still like it'd still be steamy. Uh, Buscemi comes through and Tubbs roughs. Uh, is, I mean, Buscemi just has the face. You just kind of want to fucking ruffle, like beat the shit out of him a little bit and throw him around. And uh, he's like, "Hey, man, come on, man!" And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Buscemi's from New York. Tim's yeah, gonna do his voice. He's a fireman. Before uh, he, he must have fucking like just left the fire department, and this is like his first gig. Yeah, he sat there and told everybody in the firehouse, I'm going to be on Miami Vice. You watch. And they said, ah, you'll be back, Buscemi. You'll be back. So did he get, like, burned everywhere? Then that was a skin underneath? <laughs> like, what happened? Uh, and, uh, he stood too... He was always next to the fire. His skin started to melt a little bit. He's like, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> he just has fresh skin constantly. It's just, like, it's just so pale. Oh, gosh. And, uh... <laughs> and somehow he's got a bigger fucking blazer on than he did the night before. Um, it's just ridiculous. What's what's whiter? He didn't eat lunch, so it got bigger. <laughs> Daniel, what was whiter? Steve Buscemi's skin or his teeth? Oh, God. Mm. His skin. His teeth are still smoke. You can tell he smokes a little bit. You know? But goddamn, he's skinny. Or he's not skinny. He's, he's pale. Pale he's, and skinny, actually. It's, it's creepy. It, it makes Maybe me uncomfortable. Mix all that fire and shit, then you have some color it's to it. A him, little right? bit of some kind of tone. I get that there's not a lot of sun out there in the NYC, but still, it comes out now and then. Anyway, he uh, lets the guys know that Mendez wants his exact briefcase back. And of course, Gina calls right about that same time to let Sonny know hey, this old guy has that briefcase you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Which, do we, at this point, do we find out what's in that briefcase? We do. I think he does show. I think um, Willie Nelson shows it, and we see the two keys in there. Okay, it's two keys, and it's a gun, right? Ooh, I don't know. If I it think was a- it was just the keys. Yeah, because they talk about the, he wants that briefcase and the two keys that were in it. Yeah. Okay, so this whole deal is going to go shit fucking south because this guy wants his exact fucking briefcase back. Because at one point, doesn't uh, the lieutenant say? Go to go to customs. Try to find a, a, a briefcase that looks like it, and uh, go to narcotics and get two keys of coke. So yeah. they were just they were going to replace the fucking coke. It just yeah. had to be in that fucking briefcase. Yes, and that kind of makes sense why he's so specific about his briefcases. So maybe if someone is trying to fuck with them, he knows exactly what to expect. I guess I don't know, but that's the reason why they it kind of fucks up the whole plan. Is like they need to find that exact briefcase because it's in it's going to be a bitch to recreate it exactly anyway wow what a what a plot twist what a, what a <laughs> hook your whole fucking show on a fucking briefcase that looks weird <laughs> oh god Tim, it's the ugliest briefcase in the world that's why nobody can fucking find it <laughs> like i said man this was a this would have been a weak opener 
Oh, for sure. For it got sure. you hooked. I know. It worked for you. Maybe it was the timing. You were in the right mindset. You know. Yeah, and it's not, it a, it's not a fucking he's garbage he's episode. But, I mean, it's... It's 3.45 in the afternoon. He's looking at the clock. <sighs> what can I do? Oh, wait. He has Miami Vice. What's up with this? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, Paco calls Mendez and he lets him know that the, this old guy showed him that he has a suitcase. So he's he's like, I don't give a shit. This guy's a stupid old man. I'm going to beat the fuck out of him and take it from him. Like, why am I going to try to do a deal? <sighs> it makes sense. <laughs> it makes a lot it's of sense. 50 keys of Coke. Give the old man 10 fucking grand. Right? Um, Get the shit back and uh, then kill him. Don't do it before you even have the fucking briefcase. Yeah, I would have said, okay, let's do the deal. And then they meet him in person and fucking shoot him in the fucking face. But, uh, I would have I would have liked it if he would have said, yeah, this red-headed stranger. Because that's what they called Willie Nelson. <laughs> <sighs> you know... You know, you guys, I'm just... Anyway, these two <laughs> these two uh, yobos are flirting with Gina. <laughs> I knew, I fucking knew I was going to have to hear it when I saw that. <laughs> They're flirting with Gina, because earlier they had bought uh, her and, and Trudy some drinks. And well, they sent them a fuck note, right? Did they, is this like a dick pic it that was they sent? Drinks with no. a little bit of a, like, hey. Yeah, they wanted to, no, they no, wanted to buy them drinks. She reads a fucking note, and she's like, how would you girls like to and then she stops and then she gives it to Gina and then that's when Gina stop reads it and she stops or anything and that's when they look up and they see the two yobos. <laughs> <laughs> the two yobos, it sounds like a band. <laughs> hey, what's up, Chicago? We're the two yobos. so Play on my cowboy. <laughs> we get to see uh, uh, Willie Nelson if he was ever in an action movie a couple of times in this in this episode, uh, speci- oh speci- specifically God. this scene where uh, Paco this comes scene in like eighty nine fucking cuts, like they do with Liam oh, Neeson, God. Right? Where, where he drops his gun and fucking falls on the floor like an idiot. That's the funniest shit. In I my thought life. his hip just gave out. Actually, <laughs> he fucking <laughs> fell down, right? Tim, you know it's funny you mentioned Liam Neeson. Do you know who starred in the season opener of season three for Miami Vice? Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say Liam Neeson. You're right. I yes. saw him on the screenshot. I was like, holy yep. shit, he looks young. Damn. Fresh-faced. Yep. And uh, Willie Nelson gets uh, the most detailed, multi-camera angled PTSD vision I've ever seen in my life uh, while he's dying on the floor. I remember, hmm. Is this fucking like Mexico 1875? What the hell is going on? Yeah, this guy... <laughs> Was this guy alive? This looks like, <laughs> yeah. Somebody's so, reading. Somebody actually comes in on a fucking horse. Yeah. Was, was this like lonesome? I'm a cowboy, th- this was lonesome see? dove type. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be the 30s, because they're propped up against uh, that 30s car. They've got the Tommy guns, and then some dude rolls up on a horse, and it's like, wait a minute, what? It gets the weird. Yeah, you know what, Daniel? That's right. That's B footage from Lonesome Dove. Yeah, totally. That they have left over. They just throw. They just put th- some holy brain shit, on. Was it. that Tommy Lee Jones on that horse? <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> was his partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, and so we see all that shit. Sonny and Tubbs. He shoots at Sonny and Tubbs, uh, but they're able to get him. You know, it's he's dying. So. They throw him on there. They find out Willie Nelson doesn't want to give up the briefcase because he hid it somewhere and he wants money. He wants to find his <laughs> yeah. feet. He's really For stubborn. A second, well, he has a heart attack because Tubbs opens up his jacket and he pulls out a little thing and it's got those little nitro pills in it. Yep. And he puts mm-hmm. it on his tongue and he wakes up. It's got Altoids. And I swear to God, because I was watching this on Daily Motion. So at this point, okay. we're like, how long we're into the episode? 
like maybe 20, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So I've already seen like 89 fucking commercials and they're always the same cocksucking commercials over and over again. But whatever. <laughs> commercials on cocksucking. <laughs> That's crazy. First grab Tim, the balls. <laughs> Tim just said cruising out loud and then he got all those commercials. <laughs> but when it came back from commercial, Willie Nelson is in that fucking bed or laying down. And I swear to God, I thought that they took him to a hospital. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Even the hospitals are fucking pissed down. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was the hotel room that he was in. Actually, actually, okay. It's funny you mentioned that, Tim. Because, yes, two episodes from this one, it takes place in a hospital. And, yes, the hospital is, like, blue and green pastel. And I'm not even kidding you. The the vent system is, like, from that fucking movie they covered on the grind bin. Uh, what is it? Where, where um, oh, who's that crazy dude who's going through the vents? Oh, Crawl Space. Oh. Yes, Crawl Space. Yes, the Klaus. vents are the same vents from Crawl Space. You could fit, like, three fucking guys side by side. Oh, holy shit. Okay, I have a question. And, th- and they're pastel green inside. Why would you paint a hospital? <laughs> combination of greens and blues where that's what the doctors wear for scrubs to go in and have operations everybody would be just like banging into each other because they couldn't see anything right yes because if you're scared to go to the hospital the doctor can sneak up on you yeah uh, it looks like like a head just standing there yeah. on the wall so it's like standing in front of a green screen wearing green yep you turn to the right and it's just the doctor he goes hi and he stabs you with the fucking syringe <laughs> <laughs> so uh so after all that shit, um, we see Steve Buscemi, and he's with his friend who kind of looks like a young Zed from Pulp Fiction to me a little bit. Um, he's we're always wearing sunglasses. He's got no lines, but I kind of like his character still. I don't know why. Uh, and uh, me, uh, me, wait, yeah, he's talking to Mendes, and Mendes tells him, I just want these dudes dead, bro. I don't want to do some fucking stupid deal with some old man. I don't give a shit. And, and then shit, shit pops off. They decide to start doing this um, operation where Willie Nelson's going to follow them. They're both in convertibles, which isn't a good idea in this case because a goddamn bitchin'-ass van comes through and just starts... Mendes's guys just gear up and just fucking shoot the shit out of them. And I, at this point, everyone, we don't know who Willie Nelson is as other than he's an old guy that has a heart problem. And all of a sudden, delusions of grandeur. Delusions of grandeur. And all of a sudden, this guy's like, he's playing GTA. <laughs> he's like fucking running this van off the road like a boss. It, mm-hmm. it blows my mind. The the they end up. Sonny ends up being able to park. And they shoot uh, the guy that was shooting with the automatic weapon. They shoot the driver and, and fucking uh, Willie Nelson goes up to the driver. He says, "He's still breathing. Kill his ass." <laughs> I was like, "Damn." <laughs> Will yeah, but then yeah, Sonny's got the great idea. He's like, no, no, no. I'm a public servant. I'm a, I'm a peace officer. Let's <laughs> let him die slow. <laughs> and then they walk away. Uh, and this guy actually, it. Th- I think that's why this, this is when the show kind of pissed me off because that guy ends up becoming a pretty essential component. It kind of pivots the show a little bit because I think he ends up confessing. Like he lives, and so then Trudy, I think, um, interrogates him, and he confesses uh, our, a witness Wait, to she murder. Interrogate him in a bathing suit because yeah, she's, she's wearing, wearing that the same thing black that dress. She's wearing today. Yeah, I think she did. I wish I could have seen that scene, but they don't show yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, I think she was because I believe that whole episode takes place uh, mm-hmm. over the course mm-hmm. of three months. The opening happens, and then three months later, this episode happens in the course of a day. 
So yes, she was in her bathing suit. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I didn't fucking write it. I just watched it multiple times. So if you thought Steve Buscemi's mouth was already gross, add some chewed cheesecake in it, and you might get the grossest fucking scene that you've seen ever. I, I was, I got kind of a little vomity watching food in Steve Buscemi's gross fucking mouth. Just talking and chewing. He's like, I was like, oh, God, he looks like the... The sick guy from fucking Seven, dude, from the bed. <laughs> he looks like sloth, dude. Oh, God. Um, so anyway, they beat his ass, and uh, Sonny and, and Willie beat his ass. They tell him that they the deal's still on. They want to fucking meet with Mendez, blah, blah, blah. And they tell him to go tell Mendez, let's make this well, work. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, what you keep forgetting, Daniel, is every time Willie Nelson is talking about getting the money for this briefcase, the finest key, he's insisting... That it is the boss, yes, mm-hmm. who is the one who gives him this money, and he wants to see the boss face to face. Yep, and so then Bruce so Springsteen I comes know up. What the, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> well, the, the thing at the end where they're like, "Oh, is he this or is he that?" I was like, "Oh, so you automatically kind of came to the conclusion pretty." As soon as he said that he has to get, he has to be the one, the boss has to be the one to give him the 10 grand to find his fee, and he has to meet him face to face. Said mm-hmm. it once, said it twice, says it at least two, maybe three other times. Yeah, yeah. That's when you know he was definitely not going for anyone. Wait, He wait, was going wait, for wait, someone wait. specific, you just didn't know why. Wait, so Tim, you, you heard that, but you didn't hear them say San Antonio five <laughs> fucking times in the first two minutes. In the first two minutes, motherfucker, I hit play, and I already saw eight commercials. So I'm rolling a joint, not paying attention. Uh, we get our obligated Switech and Zito scene, where they are both dressed like complete fucking 80s garbage. I can't stand the way. They dress like, I guess, dads? I don't... No, they dress like perverts. Yeah, yeah. They watch weird porn kind of guys, you know? I mean, we're all that guy at heart. Speak for yourself, Charlie. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, so what? what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm wondering how the how those fucks never got their own show. Swite you and know what? Zito? They're not yeah. that they're not that interesting. They had an episode dedicated to them, and it's the one I skip every fucking time I watch the show. Oh, I that's skip the, one that we, episode. the next one we should do is that one. Is that the it's, one where Switek is dating somebody and she yes. wants him to run for mayor? And <laughs> yes, it and is. Zito's what? house burns down. It is. One of the worst episodes of TV I've ever seen. It, well, yeah, because it's turned into Miami Vice for politics. Yeah. on the local level, and it's trying. No, <laughs> it's trying it's to just, be funny too, and it's just not. Yeah, it's a character development episode, and it's fucking awful. Oh God, yeah. Uh, uh, it always feels next forced. week on the Mustachio Podcast. <laughs> that episode. <laughs> I hope there's not a mustache in there. Uh, there's got to be one because fucking Tim's like, I'll find a fucking mustache. Damn it. So, oh, fucking Henry Cavill mustache on This is kind of a funny bit because they run into this guy. He's just jump roping out on the sidewalk uh, in front of a hotel. And they ask him, hey, uh, can we speak to the manager? He's like, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, just follow me. So he walks just nonchalant. He goes to the back of the of the counter and he goes, hey, uh, how can I help you? <laughs> I just always <laughs> like that bit. I, you know, it's it's been done a thousand times, but... This guy doesn't good. make it less funny. It doesn't. I like this guy. I like that he's always in gym clothes the whole episode, which is so fun. 
This guy's like constantly working out for and he, I mean at his job. It's like it's like he's just like you know spending an hour exercising or like yeah. watching an old police episode. I mean, he's got yeah, exactly, and he's even got a punching bag hanging from the ceiling behind his counter, which is some dedication to working out I've never seen before in my life. <sighs> so very funny. Uh, old crazy lady sees Switek's gut and says, uh, really? He's a cop? And then the manager goes, maybe it's bulletproof. <laughs> Which was, uh, that was good. That was a good little, I like that. I, I don't think it's bulletproof, but eh, yeah. it makes you a bigger target. That's true. You're more likely to get a flesh wound. You know, maybe it's gonna go through the side. The side. Yeah, remember Jim, Jim Belushi trying to hide behind that post in True Lies? Doesn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, they find out, they break, they end up finding his apartment, uh, Willie Nelson's apartment. He lives there. And they just go through all his shit. Like he's a terrorist. No search warrant, right? Uh, no, they, they had a search had one. Yeah, they had one. And they find out he's a ranger, Texas ranger. And he's got all this stuff. He's got the uniform. He's got the badge. Oh, and now Sonny's got the oh, biggest fucking card on. I think he's ever fucking had in his life. Sound like right? his new he dad. shut the fuck up about Now, it. the thing about Texas rangers is that they just know this and they do. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, there was Bat Matson and Matt Batson and Crack Crackin'. <laughs> there was Charlie Crack Cracklin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets really, really hard for the Rangers, man. And uh, <laughs> and we're not talking about the baseball team. No, right? we're just talking about good no. old Texas Rangers. Nobody gets hard for he, the fucking Rangers. You notice Rangers. how he never said Sammy Sosa in that whole fuck. All those names is listed. You got great Rangers, right? <laughs> Sammy, Sammy the Juice and Sosa. Uh, and so he wasn't juicing then. <clears throat> oh, that's true. No, not back then. He was actually just good. Yeah, regular good. Yeah, he was regular good. So, uh, and honestly, I don't really, I think, just let them all juice. Fuck it. If it makes it more fun, just do it, right? Uh, that's my opinion. So, uh, the driver... <laughs> wow, hard takes. Uh, that's not really For more that. hard takes, <laughs> listen to uh, that Grind Bin Mini, where we did the Andy Rooney uh, episode. Yeah, the whole episode, we're all Daniel's hard. Daniel's got a real hard take on that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, I forget where it was. Oh, Yeah. So the episode ends. <laughs> the episode well, ends. We find out that this motherfucker Willie Nuss has been eating cat food for ten years. Also, yeah, right? they find out he's been eating cat food. He's got no food. Which I think is a sad social commentary on the life of a senior citizen in Reagan America. I think that's what they were trying to get in there. Oh, he could that's have deep. unloaded that gun for thirty fucking grand at any time and bought okay, himself. Okay, I don't think he alpo. got thirty grand. But okay, yeah. yeah, you did get a good amount of money. That guy didn't fucking stop counting, man. Come on. That's true. You don't count like $5 bills out. I thought like maybe that was 500 Tim, have you ever eaten cat food? No. Have you ever eaten dog food? No. Okay. End of that story, right? <laughs> I'm going to keep that in. Uh, <laughs> you should. You, don't just just keep it all in. So because of the because of the guy Except that ghost rape the guy that confessed the murder stuff, uh, Castillo says that they can now arrest uh, Mendez on site and they don't have to worry about the whole drug bullshit. But he does say, but Willie Nelson's going to go down for possession now. So this old fucking Which, Texas Ranger is going to go to prison. <laughs> that makes no sense because they killed a man in the first episode. They should be able to fucking get him for murder. Yeah. I'm, like, episode over. Case closed. But he yeah, didn't murder that, him, I think though. that would be the bigger charge also, right? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you going to get him on for drugs? 25 years and then he's out in eight? Come on. Yeah. Well, no, they get... They, they're worried, but they're, the, the guy said he witnessed Mendes killing somebody. So that's the murder Sonny, conviction. Sonny Crockett fucking saw them kill the cop. 
That's right. Charlie's right. And, that, and Sonny's a cop. Yeah. Who are you going to believe more? Yeah, or the driver. Yeah. I mean, back then. Yeah. Not now, but. <laughs> and at some point, Gina told uh, Willie Nelson to go to the boat with her so that way they could go into uh, Willie Nelson's apartment. Oh, he apartment. thought they were going to fuck, right? Yeah, he was excited. He's like, you convinced me. And uh, they. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're really kicking life ass down here. Yeah, got a boat, beautiful woman. Yeah. Well, Willie Nelson goes like full freaking male rage on her, uh, white male rage. Uh, he uh, the, the the phone rings and he goes, um, the men are talking. Can you get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Gina should have been like, like, it's a small boat. He's like, take a long walk. Yeah. Jesus. He's like, get out of here. And she's like, fine. You smell like cat food anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in your beard. Oh, God. So Fucking meow mix. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing charming about Willie Nelson. And he's a really charming guy usually, but he plays a complete dick face this whole episode. Weird. There's no he nothing endearing. He doesn't even really him. play anything because again, in all the scenes that he's been in, he's only been standing or doing stuff with his legs for about what thirty five seconds. The rest of it, he's just laying or sitting down. You know, you make a or really good point. Close up on his face. I wonder if there was something going on because did you notice his hand was also like not in a bandage or a cast, but he had like one of those compression bandages on his hand. Uh, and now, that, yeah, but you know what else, Charlie? Now, that, yeah, because when they woke, when he woke up, where I thought he was in the fucking poshest hospital in the world, mm-hmm. one leg is on the t- uh, the couch and one leg is on the floor. Here you go. Maybe really? he did something. Maybe he fucked up his leg like right before filming, and they had to like work around it. Are you ready for this? I just I went to Google. Willie Nelson has been struggling with type two diabetes for thirty years. Well, now I'm an asshole. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just it just makes sense. Uh, that's why he was. That's why he was sitting. Well, down. I think he, his blood sugar was low during the, the. I mean, that would make sense. Maybe that was about the time that he really started coming down with it, and was kind of like, "Man, what the fuck's wrong with me?" Maybe. All right, so I take back all those lazy comments. I'm sorry. So they just had to. They just had to add the write-in because he keeled <laughs> over, and he, that wasn't actually in the script. <laughs> Tim's like, I gotta stop saying that. So lazy diabetic here. <laughs> oh, Willie Nelson got the sugars. So, um, so. Damn, man. Smoking all that pot gives you the munchies, too, right? No. Must be fucking eating ice cream and cookies left and right. That's not good. Uh, so then Sonny, uh, hands him uh, his old Ranger badge, and they have this more stupid Texas Ranger historic talk. And, uh, I mean, no no disrespect. I get it. Texas Rangers, okay, I get it. But whatever. It's just way overdone in this episode. It's, it's, it's Ranger Paul, yeah. right? Yeah. He's trying to, yeah, he's trying to connect with him on that level of, I'm a cop, but I'm not a cop. Like, like I'm there. Like I get Yeah, because it, I got to tell you, Charlie, completely forgot that Willie Nelson thought that that uh, Sonny was a drug dealer. I, I, I thought he already knew he was a cop. At- well, okay, so a spoiler, which right here in this scene you're talking about oh boy, you guys supports are that. For real. What? Right? Of course he knows he's a cop because no. he didn't fucking kill him. No, he no, calls bullshit. him Burnett. He, he calls no. him by his name Burnett, which he is... He doesn't a, know. No, no. Ha, well, bullshit. Look, how bullshit. does he know what his real fucking name is? But he's got to figure out that Sonny's a fucking cop because, uh, you know what? No. It's Miami, motherfuckers. Guess what, Willie Nelson? Me and my friend Tubbs, we're putting your ass in the fucking shower and I'm getting a chainsaw because I just saw this in a fucking Can you imagine last if you movie. heard Tim say Where's that those with two no context? Keys? <laughs> <laughs> so they're no, being no. way too nice to this guy who has two fucking keys of coke no. and they're like please tell us where it is oh, oh like oh, I, yes okay, we'll i get it they are you. acting like cops i just 
I just no. This is when I've realized that Willie Nelson was supposed to be thinking that he was a drug dealer. I, I just okay, be, but, and I think it's because they were act, the way they were acting around him like fucking cops. So no no so here's here's a spoiler I was gonna say so at the end of the episode when the last words are said from Crockett to Willie Nelson he says I'm a cop and Willie yeah. Nelson goes I know and then dies right but right yeah, here you fucking hands, no, he hands no, sold it no Holy he did shit. not no he did not know that because right here he knocks out Crockett and, and then he's gonna to kill shoot him. him in the fucking face he's gonna shoot and him in the head Tub saves his ass. So the, is he going to yes, shoot him, or yes. I think he knocks Dude, him out there is just because Sonny won't let him go and no, do what he wants? There is a direct scene where he's yeah. about to shoot him, and Tub saves Sonny's life. Yep, which is crazy. And Tubbs is like super far away; he just barely even like. So that's why Tubbs was shooting. I wondered why he was just fucking shooting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now that kind of makes so that's a little what's bit more weird. Sense. Yeah. So wow. So Willie's last fucking words are a lie. I guess to save face. I mean, to be honest, guys, I know we haven't, we're almost going to get there because we're almost done, but uh, to be honest, I think he wanted to still just kill Sonny, <laughs> but he just couldn't go on. He was just too late. He's like, I tasted blood now. He's like, it. ah, He's like, the sugar. I lived on that fucking shitty hotel room for 10 years eating cat food. This motherfucker has got this big fucking boat banging his fucking chick in a white dress slash bathing suit. And he's got a fucking alligator as a pet. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. Taking him out. <laughs> Dave, Taking him with me. Draving suit? Dress straight? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so then... Uh, <laughs> it's like period, like, oh, it's period you, wear, right? You just scared me, Danny, because I said, did I just say draving suit by mistake? <laughs> Am I All having right. a stroke? <laughs> I like that I can trick you because you're getting to the age where you might be having a stroke. And we all know how I'm a stickler for pronunciation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm actually... Very similar. I always say words wrong. Everyone knows that, uh, that listen to this show. So, Willie heads back to his apartment. He's bleeding. This crazy lady thinks he spilled paint because, I don't know, she's fucking crazy. He tells the manager <laughs> to send a letter in the mail, uh, and um, he gets his uniform out. He gets suited up. He heads out. The cops get there late. Sonny and, and Tubbs get there late. And they're all pissed off, but they find out that he was actually mailing the badge um, that belonged to his... Um, Cowboy, to Cowboy Cop's dad. So Cowboy Cop from San Antonio, his dad was the partner of Willie Nelson. And after Cowboy Cop died, Willie Nelson was like, you know what? My partner died, your dad. I'm going to avenge your death and I'm going to kill this Mendez guy. So the whole episode, I guess apparently when we saw Willie Nelson, he was supposed to be there when Sonny was there with them at the very beginning. But he came in so stupidly, which is why I don't get it. Because you think he would be in the bushes, you know. It doesn't make sense that he would just walk Willie. No, no pun intended. Willie Dilly. Willie Nilly. <laughs> oh, wow. To, to, this, uh, to this big old drug You owe me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best joke on the whole show. <laughs> I know. I'm full ass backwards anyway, too. Uh, so anyway, they they find that out. So he's on a he's on a mission, basically one last ride for the ranger. So then, uh, Sonny and Tubbs. Like, come on, please. Let's see him riding a fucking horse. Oh, that would have been kind of dope if he just went through the right? graveyard in no, a horse. They, they spent they spent their horse budget already in the flashback. That's true. I swear to God, they pulled mm. that from some some old footage and then put some filters. It's Lonesome Dove, right? Guaranteed. It's gotta be Lonesome Dove, dude. Which will be on the podcastio at some point, guaranteed. Um, 
Holy shit, that's a good Yeah, I was going to have my family do it, and we're going to do all four parts, and I'm going to split them into four episodes. Uh, wow, but, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Yeah, that'd be cool. Who family? thought about that? Can it be you? No, it was me. <laughs> I have some ideas. Now, wait, wait, I mean, it's not as good as wait. theme months uh, that are Is made your... up out of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Is your family going to do the voices? Because I know that your family's prolific at impressions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You always, you always brag about your sister. Oh man, no, no, you know. Oh my God, Daniel, do it as like a fucking audio play. Oh my gosh. Okay. Get the fucking script and just do it. That's it. Just <laughs> you, your whole family get together. Somebody gonna I mean, be Robert Duvall. Somebody's gonna be I don't know so whoever. I basically all we can do is that right? Mexican cook guy voice. <laughs> That's really the only voice we can do. <laughs> Flip that shit. It's lonesome dub, but it's on the other side of the border. Only pizza way is gonna be beans again. Fuck you guys. Um, That's right. And have the cook an American guy. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, how do I make these frajadas? Frajadas, you son of a bitch. So sunny. I'm auditioning. I could be the. I could be the American cook. Oh my God. Somebody with a Queen's accent in the 1800s. There are a couple of Irish guys, and one of them dies by uh, water moccasins. You could play that guy. Uh, I thought you were going to say watermelons. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> I cannot eat a watermelon. Um, I'm allergic. So, uh, That's Italian, not Irish. I was going to say, what? <laughs> did that sound Italian? <laughs> That's Italian. That sounded Italian. That did not sound anything Irish oh, at all. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I get them mixed up. Well, today's offensive uh, stereotype. Uh, once a night <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. That was not going anywhere. So, uh, Sonny and Tubbs are speaking with <laughs> Castillo. And uh, Sonny says, like, let me go in. They still think I'm, you know, undercover or whatever. And uh, I'll let you... Yeah, how does this make any sense? Yeah, he tried to kill me. He doesn't realize I'm a cop. Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know. It's well, he's he's doing everything he can to protect this fucking old man because he was a ranger. That's really the reason. But he's Castillo doesn't give a shit about that stuff. So that's why he was like, "Oh, oh there's a purpose to this. They think I'm undercover. I can go in." But in reality, Sonny actually does stay, take cover. He doesn't come in like a normal undercover drug dealer person. Well, yeah, because he says, "I'll go in and I'll tell you whoever who's the big guy." Guy. Yeah, the the Bolivian. They keep calling him the Bolivian, but yeah, he's. Uh, I'll tell you if the Bolivian's in there or not. And it's just like, dude, the cops got the fucking place surrounded. Yeah. Whatever. There's a drug deal going down one way or another. What do they mean? Like, oh, the Bolivian's not here. Huh? Yeah. Let everybody Weird. go. And Castillo agrees mm-hmm. as long as he gets as long as he goes wired. So Sonny does four lines of coke and heads out. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a great scene too because. J- Edward James almost is just sitting. He just yeah, doesn't give a all shit. All dejected, right? You're like, oh my god. The he looks like he just didn't get the right coke. Like they gave him a diet coke when he wanted a regular coke that day, and he was just bummed. Yeah, and then Crockett's just like right in front of him, and they're almost like fucking head to so head. Intense. Like one point, I thought he was gonna, yeah, I thought he was gonna wrap his hand around him, go forehead to forehead, and talk. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me, Castillo. <laughs> so. Mendez and his homies come out holding guns looking like they're characters who got lost from the Beat It music video and walked into the Thriller music video set. <laughs> it's so weird. Filmed on location. <laughs> and, uh, this uh, song keeps playing. That keeps saying the time has come. The time is right. I don't know. I liked it, though. It's a good song. I got to look up that artist. I'm not sure uh, who that is. If anyone knows, let me know. 
So Sonny's waiting in the brush, and uh, fucking Steve Buscemi becomes a human shield uh, by Willie Nelson. He gets killed. Uh, Willie kills a bunch that of dudes. That doesn't work. I know. It's like hiding behind a fucking tree pole. <laughs> I know. That's like the last guy you should grab as a human shield. He's all wiry and wiggly and shit. Well, it's fucked up because he's got that big-ass clothes on, so Willie thinks, oh, it's like having fucking re- the refrigerator Perry standing in front of me. But it's all fucking clothes. It's like this guy is all MC Hammer pants, like from top to bottom. Yep. Yeah, he's got MC Hammer pants on his shirt. <laughs> MC Hammer jacket. <laughs> he just ripped a hole in the crotch and just put his arms and head through it. Like, he could fall <laughs> off a plane and he would float down. Like, that is how big the clothes are, man. Yo, is that how that fucking, like, hang gliding suits were invented? They, they threw Steve Holy Buscemi shit. off a plane. <laughs> and he didn't die. They're like, hey, we should do something with this. Yeah, look at that shit. He's, he's really zipping them off. <laughs> uh, so. If I could do one extreme sport, that would be the fucking thing. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, that would be so intense, though. I, 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 yeah, I, well, that's what it is, right? Consider it. You ever see where they fly through like the openings on a rock face, and it's like eight feet by ten feet? You ever see oh that shit? Oh my god, oh, dude, I've seen videos like that where they're doing like fucking high fives to people on the fucking ground, and then they're going through those fucking like those holes. Yeah. The, the, uh, I mean, I high five. Rocks, I high five when I go back through up a to hole. like fucking three thousand, well, not three thousand feet. <laughs> Remind me never Daniel not to be it. by you, Charlie. Whenever you're going through a hole, I don't need you to high five me. <laughs> well, just don't be with me at confessional. <laughs> so we'll be okay. I'm glad we were never in a band together. That would be weird. Hey, Daniel, yeah. check this out. New move I'm trying out tonight. Hey, Daniel, check it out. High five, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the brain. Uh, so <laughs> Wow! Some some somebody gets the brain, somebody gets the tail. Are you kidding me? I'd be like your manager backstage, wearing a jacket, like a leather jacket, and I'd be like ashing a cigarette into a fucking drink, and just be like, "Hey, what up?" Oh yeah, you you would fit that part pretty damn well. Yep, <laughs> aviators at night. Yeah, I think Charlie could fit in as like a good wrestling manager too. Yeah, he's yeah. I would totally fucking cast him as re- wrestling manager guy, who's kind of standoffish but also horny. Um. <laughs> Crazy tasting clothes. <laughs> so, uh, Wants to put glass bricks in his house. Oh, God. You know what? Those glass bricks are tasteful, Tim. They're very tasteful. I like them. I like them. They, uh, it's fucked up because you think you're going to see somebody naked, but you can't see. Yeah, it's, like yeah it. everything becomes kind of blobby if you're on the other side. But the tease. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you'd want. It's a way right? to have privacy you and bring natural a, light. You bring a nice woman home, right? You go behind the glass brick wall. You're taking off your clothes. She looks and you go, oh, wow. Oh, oh it looks kind of blobby. <laughs> so uh, Willie, on that note, uh, Willie kills a bunch of the dudes, but not before he gets one of the chests. He's about to shoot Sonny like we mentioned earlier, and uh, it just right away he dies, goes full rigor mortis uh, like a fucking wax museum. <laughs> he doesn't even get to close his eyes. He's just like, he's Willie Nelson, wax. And... Sonny kind of closes his eyes for him, and then he takes his he takes his badge and he plans upon it later. Episode of. Okay, look, yep. it's only an hour, so we got a little bit of time to play, right? Uh, I guess, I or I could just have a better editing. Hate. Hate. Okay, all right. Oh, okay, no, go ahead. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good point. I hate when this happens in movies and TV shows when somebody's dead. Yeah. And somebody else just takes their hand. It's weird. And just. How does that work? You would have to take your two fucking fingers, put them on the fucking eyelashes, and pull them fucking down to close somebody's eyes. 
it's just a thing I've seen in movies for years and TV wait, wait, shows. Wait, 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 wait. And this, you, I just saw it again. It triggered me. You don't like when they take the other person's hand and then they put them over their eyes to close it? I'm not touching a dead person's fucking face, Tim. You gotta be yeah, out you of want your that motherfucking eye juice mind. All over your fucking fingers? It's still kind of warm, at least. I mean, it's... yeah, I'm not touching a dead person's face. They might bite me. But just really, how <laughs> does that work? And when did that become like a thing where it's like the trope? J- yeah, it's a total first of trope. All, just making the movie where the person dies, their eyes are closed when they die. Okay, you oh, know, oh, to yeah. all the girls I've loved before. It also doesn't work oh. if the guy that's doing the. It works when the guy that's doing the eye opening thing is a good actor because. It can actually make the death feel more, have more of an impact. But when you're having a musician do it, it just looks like Willie Nelson with his eyes open and he's sleeping. <laughs> I don't know. I think whenever Wait, I see that, that, it just completely takes me out of the moment because it's just like. Wasn't just, that what that's happened not to Vince how it Neal? Works. The guy's dead. It's not like Did that? you pass your hand over their face <laughs> and their, yeah. uh, their eyes closed. Didn't Vince Neal say he fell asleep behind the wheel of his car with his eyes open and then that's why he killed his best friend? <laughs> oh, so wait, he did see it come. Yeah, I mean, that's debatable. He was, in, but, he was in Dream World. But you know what? Going back to the whole eyes and things open, you know who overdoes that fucking shit to a, an annoying degree? The movie Tombstone. Everybody dies with their fucking eyes open. Oh, yeah. And they, all, and they all exhale hella sharp and loud and shit. And then everybody's all, like, closing everybody's eyes. I will, fucking, I will fucking say the only one that I would have kept, I would have closed everyone's eyes, eyes except... I think Morgan, uh, uh, who's who's uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah. I think when he dies, that is the best death in the entire movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Except for all that fucking fake blood all over. Yeah, the blood gets like... a little over the top. But I do like yeah. where where uh, Wyatt goes. Shut that fucking dog up! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I love that movie, man. Okay, episode twenty-five, so, yo. Yeah. So you know what would have made this episode a lot more of a solid season opener? is if it was directed by Andy Sedaris. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 There would be more mustaches, wow. for sure. That's true. Yeah. A lot of other there things, There wouldn't be too, dress bathing suits. It'd just be bathing suits, for sure. There would be just, like, no bathing suits. Yeah. yeah ever. Yep, 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 yep. There would have been a stripper scene somehow, like a drug deal yep. stripper scene thing. Yeah, it would have been a we, good time, yeah. but uh, unfortunately, you know, that's not what we got. We got this chopped up, haphazard, thrown in the middle of the season because it turned out like shit episode, and uh, we got to cover it. And I got to thank Charlie for bringing it up. Um, You're very welcome, sir. Thanks, man. Uh, glad I glad I could do. It. I'm glad that we got Tim to do another Miami Vice episode because he did one for the grind bin that was very memorable, very good. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's right. The one with James Brown. Um, yep. Do any of y'all would any of you like to volunteer uh, the quick impression for this episode? Because I personally don't have one. And if any of y'all have one, feel free. Um, oh, I, well, I if you do, let me know cheesecake. because I got to bring you in. Let me get some in. cheesecake and put it in my mouth. Okay, get some cheesecake. Yeah. Wait, what? What did he just say? He's going to go get some cheesecake and put it in his mouth. Um, oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. so this is a segment okay. I like to call Quick Impressions. <laughs> Quick impressions. All right, so here we go. Are you ready? Go. The poor guy ate a six pack and cut his gums on the plastic rings. <laughs> there you go. Good. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna do a uh, quick impression of. It was like <clears throat> I was watching Daily Motion all over. I'm gonna do yeah, a Tim Castillo. Can you impression. do a Texas impression with your Queen's accent? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh boy, Texan. <laughs> no, this would be Willie Nelson if he was from Queens. Go. <laughs> to all the girls I've loved before. That's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was like me doing the uh, the Irish impression. That should have been his last line in the movie, right? In the on the show. Um, I'll go and do a quick Castillo. <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, as y'all know, oh, y'all, shit, y'all both that. know how I rate the goddamn episodes. I give this. Um, I gotta, I gotta go. I don't. I, I, it's not Hitler for me. I think there's still some moments that are kind of hilarious, and he's got Steve Buscemi, and he looks ridiculous. This is a goddamn fucking horseshoe mustache episode uh, of Miami Vice. Uh, what do y'all think? What's the rating system again? It's Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu, walrus. walrus. No, it's Fu Manchu, walrus, horseshoe, Hitler. Hitler, okay. Um, You know what? I'm going to agree with you. Okay, this is the first episode I ever saw. I love Miami Vice. I think it's a fantastic program. But this episode, just upon later viewings, it is one I find myself not watching often. I agree. So yeah. Upon later viewings, though, you've heard, so I mean, the, like, multiple times of watching it, you're like I'm not watching this like, anymore. To be fair, it's really I mean, bad. But to be fair, Tim, this is not okay. So it's for like me, that like, ex-girlfriend for him, he just kept going back. No, for me, like I will put unsolved mysteries oh, on and watch it all the time. Thing? It's a crazy episode that shows up at my house and tries to kill me. No, but um, I just can't. Like I'll watch Miami Vice in the background, but I won't go out of my way to watch this episode. Does that make sense? Like I just won't watch it all right all right how about you timmy uh this is a horseshoe mustache that you fuck up while you're trimming and you have to shave it off because <laughs> there's no repairing it. okay <laughs> uh, that's a, i like how you always think of these little twists in, in the in the categories you're right that is on point i still think my michael jordan hitler mustache should be a part of the category <laughs> i I, right? I know you need that something in between i think i might it's... make a another t-shirt where i put like a little arrow and point it right next to and put michael jordan <laughs> mj's mustache that's extra medium it's that one right in between the two yeah yep 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 but y'all are all right i think this is in that horseshoe category it's still i i would still give it at least one watch because they, there is some some pretty random ass shit in this episode and it, it's miami yeah. vice you get a lot of good you know cool but, colors and shit but, but you know what actually with this one like you said you know it's you know you give it a good watch even this one doesn't have any uh, memorable aesthetic yeah it's got the 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 teal and all that shit but it's fucking flat and boring and everything looks like steve buscemi's skin it's just pale <laughs> yeah it's there. you're right it's, it's not as good as a lot of the other ones that's for sure yeah. yeah, the hospital was the most colorful set in the whole fucking show. Exactly. And it wasn't even the hospital. It was just some cheap-ass fucking hotel. <laughs> so I know Tim will have more plugs. So, uh, Charlie, uh, what do you have to plug, man? What, what do you got coming up, brother? Man, I'm uh, on Sunday, we're recording an episode of Grind Bin. Actually, it's going to be you and me, Daniel. Woo-hoo! Sorry, Tim. They wanted some professional. Oh, no, no. They asked uh, Tim first. <laughs> I, 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 Tim couldn't do it, so I'm, on, I'm behind him. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm lowering no. the call list. No, no, I'm no. I'm lowering no, the call sheet, true. man. Daniel is That's the, not is true. the I didn't do it because I don't like the movie. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie? What's the movie? Oh wait, don't say. It. Oh man, Tim, Tim. You Tim. can tell us after we're recording. Yeah, don't yeah, don't spoil it because Mike might get mad. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Okay. But yeah, we're going to be recording that. And then uh, Tim and I will be recording another episode next weekend for the Bloody Bits. Okay. So, the, yeah. So, yes, it will all be coming out around, around the same time. So, you'll be getting a lot of Charlie in those uh, in the next yep. uh, couple of weeks. A lot of Tim, a lot of Charlie, and a lot of Daniel. Oh. It's funny that that works out, right? We just had to went through a whole bunch of fucking David from Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, three episodes in a week. How does that happen? Yeah, Why is that happening? That's that. weird. Okay. Yeah, people go uh, on tour pla- now. Yeah. All the planets lined up and God was mad and there was David. Everybody's on tour. Yeah, they're going on a podcast. <laughs> That's right. We're all getting our vaccinations. We can go back on a tour now. Dude, could you imagine a live podcast show? A live podcast show with all three shows. Uh, for all, they do that yeah, shit. All three. Well, and and, it's, and all three anymore, have all the same guests. <laughs> I was going to say all three shows for all 20 of their fans, and it's just all of us. Dude, that would be so much fun. We could just have, we it, could fill we a could bar. Just have it at a park. That, <laughs> yeah, no, Tim's right. We could do it in a bar. How fucking fun would I that would be? I would love it. I, I think, hey, in, in due time, guys, I am more than down to put some money down to get a venue, and let's charge some tickets, and let's make some money, baby. All right, uh, so how about... Oh, man, Fry Fest, watch out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so how about you, Tim? Uh, we got any plugs coming up? Uh, okay, let's see. Um, I'm on uh, Bloody Bits with Eddie the Axe, which is a horror Achoo! podcast. <laughs> All right. And I think it's called patreon.com slash bloody bits. If anybody wants to forward join. Slash. Forward there slash. There you go. It's one of those slashes. Because, you know, it's a horror podcast, so of course there has to be a slash in it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, Got and, the Blood and, Bank, 1,500 yes. movies in it. There's Join the Discord. We're doing live views every week. And what was the episode we just did, Daniel, where you crashed the fucking episode? Oh, yeah. Was that Slime Ball? Yes. 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 Sorority Babes at the Slime Ball bowl rama which might be the best episode of the Bloody Bits ever. We were all fucking, like, drunk and stoned out of our minds, except for Eddie. You mm. know, I understand. Eddie now has a good bit. We all go like, hey, let's do it. Let's do it Friday at this time so we can all get drunk and stoned. But and he goes in Designated Driver. Which is yeah, and he just lets us yeah, run. He's wild. a straight guy. He's the straight yeah. guy, which is normally what because I do for my show usually. So. Well, he's playing devil's advocate. He's got to be straight, you know, because he's got to be fast. And let me tell you, that was a funny fucking episode the other day. Yeah, but he's really yeah. good with it because he did the same mm-hmm. thing when he did the interview interview with Yui Bolt. Instead of like going after him, he just let Yui fucking go. Yeah, and it made it yeah. for uh, fucking it, three and a half hours, and turned out to be a great. It fucking makes it interview. crazy entertaining. Yeah. Uh, is that the Yui Bowl? Is is that uh, behind the paywall still, or can people uh, listen to that? I think part one is available, but part then two for part two where you hear like all the really the good, juicy dirty stuff. shit. Okay. Oh my god, the stuff that he says about some people you want to believe. All right. Okay. Well, y'all y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from Tim. You can check. It. Y'all know Yui Bowl. I'm sure y'all can listen to the first part of the interview on uh, on the bloody bits, and then you can check out the rest of it by checking out the patreon so check that out and uh as for me um all really all the only thing i've been pushing is um the discord and also just jump on instagram and send me any uh episode suggestions you might have other than that that's pretty much it guys thank you all so much for joining the show this is a record right out in fucking an hour and under 15 i gotta admit i'm a happy camper no it's good all right i'll take y'all later pussy (laughs) stupid dickhead i hate you Thank you to all the mustachiosos out there supporting the show. Interact with the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and now Discord. Just click on the link in the show notes. If you really love the show, visit the shop on Bonfire and get yourself a t-shirt. Mustachio Podcastio is the weird uncle of the Podmoth Media Network.